Welcome back to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners. We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder and coming right into your ear holes today. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> We're just taking it back old. We're taking it back to the old school. I'm an old fool. You know what I'm saying? Thunderstruck, that was going to be like our little theme song to every, uh, to every podcast. It was, and then, and then we... Pivoted. We pivoted. We started the letting intro. people pick their walkout songs. and then, We had to give know. the people what they wanted. Yeah, we did. But I hope this is what you people want today. It is just me and Todd in the studio today. <laughs> we have no notes, no preparation, no nothing. My man Todd is not the same today. Todd, you, you know what you remind me of today? What? You remind me of exactly how I was this time last year. Stress the fuck out. <laughs> Just not I, who you are. I even tried to get out of coming in here today, didn't I? Well, you, know, you, know you that did text send me we, an early text you know at 530. Little, you know that little text that says, uh, we, we still meeting today? And you want me, you to, know, be, and you yes. want me to be like, oh, you know what? I'm real busy. You want <laughs> Let's skip it. Because you know what? You are the num- you're <laughs> uh, number one yeah. about doing that. You've done that several times. <laughs> using time. my tricks. So 530 this morning, like, hey, uh, we if still I hit, If I hit meeting. Ross up early enough, he might just roll over and be like, uh, no way. I'm nah. too fucking tired. And I just... <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I I thought for didn't sure didn't work. No, it did not work. I th- I thought for sure. I know the people want us, Todd, and I want to give it to them. Well, just you and I know they don't. Remember, <laughs> we've gotten reviews that says they like it better when the guests talk talk a lot. Yes. So you know what? Screw the people. Screw uh, the people. I like it. Yeah. So we took another little podcation, didn't we? Oh, we took a little. Yeah. Man, it's tough. It's tough these days. Yeah, it's tough. You know what? Hey. Uh, I don't want to blame me and you on this last one. Okay. We got denied a couple times. We well, did. Not, maybe not denied, but can we do it later? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if Hugh Halter, still the owner of Post Commons, my buddy, st- that, uh, I don't know if he still listens to the show, but I, I text him, hey, you want to be on our podcast? Like, yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and pencil me in for May? <laughs> Me, me out, and me and Todd don't ever really have backup plans no. for anything, not just this. But so, like when we come up with somebody, and we're like, oh, "Let's go there." We don't really think about no. Plan B. And and so then I text uh, a kid I used to train that played football at Marquette, uh, Michael Ford, who's in the NFL. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll hit up. You know, we good. We got a, had one NFL player. Let's go again. I hit up Michael Ford, send him a text. Hey, Michael, you in the area? I'd like to get you on our show. Nothing crickets. I got Cr- nothing. Still crickets. Still crickets. I got nothing from him. So man, I guess he must have not listened to the Hawk one, and and. Seen what happened. Hawk blew up. Maybe he did listen to it. He's intimidated to come on our show. <laughs> you know, ESPN, he can do that. But the Eat, Say, Live podcast, no way. And so then our next guest, can we say who our next guest is? Yeah. Our oh, ne- yeah. Our next guest? Tony Pizzo. Tony Pizzo, uh, the infamous Roma's Pizza. So you hit him up. And he didn't blow you up. He said, how, he didn't, like, we, we want to hit people up and say, can you do it tomorrow? And we wanted to say yes. Kind of, But yeah. he's like, ah, I can get you next Monday or something, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he already had stuff going on, so. That'll be exciting. I think so. 
You know, it, it, and Rome is a lot different than Fast Eddie's, but there's always a lot of like rumors and legends that kind of surround that place a little bit. Oh, absolutely. You know, like the you know the mafia and things like that. Because you 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 don't really know anything about them. No, you really don't. You know, the, I mean, obviously, you know the 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 kids and stuff because they went through the school system and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like when it comes to Tony and his brother, you, like, there's I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. You just hear these little stories and that's it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you and I, we put our story story out there everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And everybody else's. But I feel like we just hear nothing about that. And you know what? And I also think this this might be our sort of... uh, uh, our ode to uh, Dave Portnoy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we both love Dave Portnoy love of Dave. Barstool Sports. He's, his name's probably been mentioned on this podcast more than <laughs> any other name ever. And so, do you think, do you think, uh, Tony Pizzo, do you think he's heard of Dave Portnoy? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. You're gonna say no. That's, I'm gonna that's say no. We'll saying? find out. So, so we're going to add, when he comes on, we'll say, hey, have you heard of Dave Portnoy and the Pizza Reviews? And we're going to see if he says yes or no. I'm going to say yes. You say yes? And not just to go against you, but I think someone's probably mentioned it. He probably, it's going to probably take us a little bit to like, to kind of get who we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? We'll say Dave Portnoy. He won't remember the name, but yeah. he, you know, he's a guy on, on, you know, the, the, the internets that does pizza reviews. I, I think they probably, someone's probably, yeah, you're probably, you're probably out. right about that. You know what I'm saying? And they probably word it like that. I, I guarantee that Romas has been tagged in his, in his pizza reviews a, a billion times, Yeah, you know, getting, getting in, now that I know Tony a little bit and I say like, I don't know much about him and I mean his past and how he, you know, was he forced into Roma's? Is that what he dreamed about doing? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Taking over the family business. But, you know, getting to know him now, you know, we'll sit down and talk or we call each other or whatever. That guy don't fuck with no social media too much. You know, it's <laughs> I'm a, sure. just not, <laughs> He's not you and I. No, no. So <laughs> He's out there just making pizza. You and I are making posts. He's making pizza, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it would be more like maybe one of the kids in the back yeah. or one of his kids or you know that oh look at these look look what this guy does right i'm so sure you're probably he, right about yeah, that he's yeah he's probably been shown those and uh, yeah. he, he'll just blow it off i bet you you know so what and, and this is putting you on this is putting you on the spot and i guarantee you don't give me a good answer on this but because you don't want to offend the pizos and but what do you think dave says about romas what you think what do you think his review is for romas <laughs> I would say, oh man, dude. You've had to think about this. Every time I watch one of the reviews, I think about it. I think he would I think he would like it. It's not gonna be one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. I would say the sauce probably isn't his isn't his cup of tea, whatever you want to say. He would like that it's flat, that it's that's thin square, crust. The square and he, doesn't he like the squares? I don't know. He calls them crackers, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, um but flop. he would like he would like that it's a that it's a flat pizza, not. It doesn't have a good flop, does it? No, they're not. I mean, he's always he's always raving about the flop. He is, but I never go in and grab a pizza and be like, "Oh, look at the flop!" I fucking grab a pizza well, and go straight in my you mouth. And I, but we're, we're not pizza professionals <laughs> yeah. like Dave. You know, Dave grabs the jack pizza. He's like this flaccid little <laughs> little dick. You know what I'm saying? It's so I I don't know. Huh. Interesting. So. I, you know what? I, I I don't know if you just have an extra small shirt on today, but you're looking a little ripped right now. 
Thank you, brother. Somebody, and you know what? I was sitting across <laughs> the, I was sitting across the, uh, the brick house the other day, and somebody was like, "Yeah, Ross, man, he's really." I'm like, yeah, whatever. Sure. <laughs> weighs about 137 freaking pounds, whatever. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm in mean, at the beginning. I've been in the gym. Yeah, and I've been eating a lot better than I was. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not stressed out like a year ago, like you are today. <laughs> it changes everything, man. When I'm stressed out, and you just feel like you got to be at work and. Everything for me, it just fell apart yeah. with the, the stress I was dealing with. And but you were, you went to, you did a, since we've been on here last, you went on a Vegas. That's trip. right. Did go to Vegas, probably baby. in a foam party out in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I was working uh, hard for Vegas, but uh, I came right back. I've been in the gym. Yeah, did you have so, a good time out there. Yeah, we did. It was, yeah. uh, it, was it was real good. First two days, we, uh, me and my buddy Steve, and took our took our wives. Don mm-hmm. had never been out there. Don had never been to a never been to Vegas. We hmm. were going last year. And then obviously COVID. Could anything be worse than going to Vegas for your first time being pregnant? Fuck no. <laughs> Terrible. Nothing could be worse than that. Don's right? a saint. Oh what a my trooper. god. Putting up with you and your <laughs> buddies and oh man. Uh, and it was March Madness. It was the beginning of March Madness, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of being stressed, so you when you left, like March Madness had started here. You got the, the new brick house uh, uh, part going with all the TVs. It turned into like a, a regular little sports bar. So were you were you stressed about it down there, or what? This what was, was the this was the least stressed I'd been going on a vacation. You're just like I'm gonna let it go. I'm That's gonna let it surrender. go. Surrender, but surrender. you know I got a couple managers in place now, so it's uh-huh. different. You know, like if everything you know back then. I'm waking up and still phone calls. If there's a mistake and I'm mm-hmm. out, you know, I'm still taking the phone call to try to correct the problem. Now, you know, there's other people in place now to right. kind of help those situations. So. so you weren't real stressed about it. I huh? wasn't real stressed. Yeah. And then Dawn and then Dawn went Wednesday, Thursday, flew home Friday morning. So then she was back here for the weekend. Right. You know, I was I was more a little uh Uh, disappointed, I guess, or uh, like a torn on the fence about going to Vegas or wanting to be at the new edition for the first week Just of March Madness. Just for the fun. Just for the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of sucked the miss because I knew it was going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but ve- there's nothing like Vegas for the March Madness. For me, I mean, I'm a college basketball. That's my number one sport. So I love going out there. We have this cool spot um, called Beer Park. It's like a Budweiser bar. Mm-hmm. And it's a rooftop bar and i mean it's a sports bar too dude and it's it's fucking phenomenal all outside and the way like bud budweiser like how they brand it i mean every everywhere you look they got these cool logos or whatever it's just branded real well it's a it's a if you're in vegas ever you got to check out beer park it is badass it's where all the Midwest people go and <laughs> they see Budweiser <laughs> sign and they just flock to it like it's a beacon in the night. <laughs> did you, did you, here's a question. Did you hit the gym while you're out there? No. You, you don't go down there and put on your, uh, put on the, do the little uh, bar body where you go down and hit some curls and some chest, <laughs> a, little, a little pump me up before you go out to the pool. You no? know, we, uh, we tried to go to the gym one day, uh-huh. the first day we were there. Yeah. We flew in real early and, um, with the mask and everything, they were only letting in five people, uh-huh. and there was a line. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. So we never, we never tried to go back. Gotcha. But yeah, the the mask thing out there, like beer park, because it was outside, was like the only place you could go and drink and watch the games and not have your mask on. And they were strict. 
if you're at the casino, you're like sitting at a table, you go to pull it off to say something to your buddy, they stop the game. No more dealing. Put your mask on. What? After a couple times, they're like, sir, I have to tell you again, you're out. That's a good way to get your ass beat by another player in the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Guy's got a hot streak, and, and all of a sudden they got to stop the game to yell at you about your mask. Yeah. That's a good way to get. Take, take a drink, mask right back. I mean, if you had it below your nose, mask up, sir. Are you serious? Now you could sit there and smoke a cigarette <laughs> and play. <laughs> you should. One of my buddies smokes, yeah. so he'd be at the blackjack table, mask off, smoking. I'm sorry, can't put my mask on. I'm smoking. Do you? Uh, okay, can we just visit the irony of that for a second? Can we? Yes. You can. You can pull your mask down and suck on a cancer stick. <laughs> But any other time, pulling your mask down is not okay. You can you can pull your mask down to take a drink of an alcoholic beverage, but damn it, you better not pull it down any other time. That is insanity. I mean, that's I mean, you think there's people that actually started smoking because of that? You well, know maybe. I, hey, I can tell you, my buddy smoked a lot more. <laughs> He's just, that's for damn sure. He's just chaining those things, right? You yeah. should have brought. Remember when we, we dressed up as the Peaky Blinders? Brought, at the, you should have brought that fake cigarette out. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Crazy, that, that is, right? That makes no sense. I had heard that, um, like during the winter and stuff, if you're walking outside on the strip, that they had police officers and stuff out there, and they'd tell you to put your mask on. Now, it wasn't like that. Most people still had their mask on when walking outside at the strip, mm-hmm. but there was nobody you know, policing it. So, of course, I mean, we didn't. Um, yeah, as soon as you stepped into any casino, mask on. Wow. I yeah. Know. Huh. Yeah, there was one. There was um, this carnival court that we always go to, um, <clears throat> and it's an outside It's an outside bar. Um, and... It's it's cool because it's outside and they still have blackjack and some tables set up, but they're they're super strict. They're just like a casino. I mean, and I guess it came down to like the, I don't know what to call them, the gambling the the gambling association out there or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the gaming association. Tradition. So I guess I mean pretty much they regulate it and tell them, hey, if this is how it's going to be, or you'll get fined or lose your license or whatever. So we were kind of disappointed. We go to this outside bar, you know, that has them, and you still have to wear them. We didn't go back, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. um, I wonder if they because did we did we talk when we did my uh, the episode about pride and the Thunderdome? Did we talk about me working in surveillance at a casino? Did we talk about so. that? I don't think we did either. I don't think so. So this is one of your many jobs. Yeah, that's what I'm, so I didn't know this. I worked. Down, it used to be the President Casino. It was on the old. Do you remember the Admiral? down there i don't know if that's before your time was this like i remember the i guarantee if i remember the name but not if if you pulled up a picture you would you would remember it because this was a very like just the the look of the boat it was sort of like silver like wrapped it was you know kind of a neat looking boat and it was a it was a they turned it into a casino boat and so i worked on it for about a year like in the surveillance so up there with the cameras you know what i'm saying like that's what you my shift you'd go in I worked the 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. shift. So I'd go in and like, you're just in this room and like the wall in front of you is just this big giant wall with nothing but TV screens. Okay. Okay. And you're sitting, you're sitting in front of you. Uh, We kind of like had like almost like stadium seating. I think there was like four or five of us in the room at one time. And like, so like 
two or three of us sat down at front, kind of like at these counters or like desks. And then the other two or three sat up behind us elevated. So you could see those screens in front of you. And then each, uh, each, uh, in front of us, we had our own monitor with a, with a keyboard or whatever. And so you could just punch in like whatever cameras, you know, you know, pull up camera two, five, two, which I remember that was the front. That was the one at the front entrance. Like you had to memorize. I mean, there's hundreds of cameras and you had to memorize like all these cameras or whatever. Okay. So I'm just wondering if that was something they, that they, they had people look at. Oh, uh, I'm sure. But man, you'd sit, we'd, we'd sit there. Yeah, all because day. I mean, that makes sense because I mean, if, if you weren't playing, you were walking around, you did it like there'd mm-hmm. be a security guard. I mean, they're all over anyways, but I mean, they'd come, sir, mask up. Huh? Man, I wonder what the technology with those surveillance cameras. Because back then, man, we could pull up, like, if you went up and you set your credit card down somewhere, I could zoom right in on that credit card. You know, you sure it's crazy now, then. We would have to, like, say they'd have a suspicious person, and you'd have to be able to, like, pull up camera 17. Okay, he's moving out. Camera 34. And you just, you could follow him all around the boat or whatever. It was, it was crazy. I was probably followed a couple of times out there. All right, let's follow this drunk guy around. <laughs> For different so- reasons. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's hard to follow. He's like a pinball. <laughs> you know, when I, I took that job, it was like, it was, and we'd do, we'd also come in in plain clothes. So sometimes you just go down and just walk, you know, walk around and, you, you know, say if there was somebody suspicious or something like that, you just walk on the gaming floor. Um, it was the coolest job for like the first month was awesome. Yeah. You just saw all this cool stuff, you know, and you're sitting up there and you're watching. But after one month, you'd seen it all. And dude, basically every night it was like you just watching people party and you just sitting <laughs> up in this dark room with all these freaking monitors in front of you, just watching people have a good Please time. Please let me go walk around. <laughs> oh, Please. I did that. I did all the time. All the time. Um, but yeah, it was like you were just sort of sitting up there and miss, missing the party and we a lot of it was watching dealers we watched a lot of dealers and when you yeah. do that man i like i'm you know me i'm the worst card player worst gambler uh ever but i got really good at it when i was on there like you just you'd watch hands and like oh she paid she hit she has 17 she uh she paid 16 and you'd get so good at it that you could catch that wow and some of the people there who'd worked there man some of them worked there forever yeah these old crusty dudes and man, they were so good at just capturing anything. Run the tape back, boom, yep, and they call down. <laughs> I mean, it was it was amazing how fast it was. But, so probably not much gets by them. But no, uh, no, you know, and they and but no, they they didn't. If they were, especially if they were watching someone, yeah. you know what I'm saying. If they love uh, someone's been coming up short or something's funky, they're hitting a lot. <clears throat> they would, uh, you know, they would watch them and boom, they'd catch them instantly. You know, so interesting. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I bet there's a few more jobs we find out that you did <laughs> <laughs> at some point. Uh, yep, that was right down on the landing, man. Uh, I'd work like three to eleven. This man, I was I don't know what I was mid twenties, late twenties, right out of college. Uh, kind of, not too long after. But man, I would like, and so that was when like I was really going to my going out time, yeah. and I would get off on the landing at eleven, dude, and like Fuck it up. Just, we just go, we'd hit it hard, and so. Almost everybody, almost everybody that worked on the boat was a lot of like the the cashiers and just the things like that were from East St. Louis or whatever. So I would go over to like parties and some bars over in East St. Louis, and I'd be the only white dude in the place. <laughs> it was I had so much fun though, man, so much fun. <laughs> it was a good time. 
let's pivot over to uh oh we pivot you've used pivot. pivot two or three times huh? you're, you're liking that word okay pivot well, let's, okay let's let's do some pivoting ross let's pivot over to uh what's <laughs> what's going on with pride come on our people do want to know that they do i want to know because <laughs> i don't know what's going on since since i don't know a couple of weeks ago when we really i feel showed like... me some places and I feel like in our last podcast, I sort of over exaggerated the the like we are we were going in that spot. Just the way people came up to me and talked about it. Oh, I heard you're in this. You know, you got you're, this. You were just feeling good about. Well, it. Well, I was feeling good, Ross. I was feeling <laughs> so good. Take 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 that that maybe I was feeling like a nine that day. Okay, yeah. on the good on the scale, which is. 10 being good, nine. And now I'm feeling, I'm on the other end of the scale. I'm feeling about a two right now on it. Oh, man. That's why, that's why I texted you this morning. I just feel stressed out about the whole thing. It's just, you know, it just, it just comes down to a matter of finances, really. Yeah. You know, it's. I mean, it's, hey, if it don't make dollars, it, it don't, don't make sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, that I don't even think about your side of the business. I mean, you got to make sure you got to start going through your numbers and, your right. rent can't be so high or you can't be putting so much into a place and have high rent or, I mean, you're upside down real quick. Right. And, you know, and we keep, we keep our prices down for people because we want, you know, we, we are the way our business model is kind of, we, you know, we depend on the masses, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so I don't want to raise the price a lot because then, you know, we lose out because I want to affect it. And it's also the way I affect more people. Keep the prices low. We just affect more people you know what I'm saying? On, their, yeah. on their health journey and whatever. And just I'm looking at it just like, does it make sense? You know, and so I get older. It's like, do I want to work more? You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm going to have to do if, you know, we do something like that. So yeah. I don't know. You know, we the the price of it looked pretty good when we first started. And I, I somehow I think it kind of slid by us that like it's this triple net lease. Do you know what that means? Yeah. That that just means like when you're leasing something, you have to pay mm -hmm. uh, the insurance taxes. and the taxes on it. I think that part of it, I don't know if it. You guys didn't realize I that don't, at the beginning. Well, I, I, I'm not sure it was said. I'm not sure. It could go. I don't know. It could go either way. <laughs> they said it under their breath. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure, but <laughs> that adds a whole new, uh, that adds a whole new, uh, yeah, paying the, the taxes on a building that's not yours is a real kick in the nuts. It's yeah, yeah. And obviously, I'm not paying it on the whole building; just the portion I'm using. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They they uh, portion it out. But man, that was without that. It's like okay, you know what? I had got myself. I can do this with the rent and with the improvements and the build out we have to do. I, and that was hard for me. Yeah, I, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's hard, but you know what? I'm going to make it work. I got a lot of great ideas, new things we're going to do, and and things like that. I was excited about it, and then that sort of got dropped on top of it. And I'm just like, whoa. So when I called you Friday evening <clears throat> and I'm like, Hey, all right, we don't have a guest. We haven't been in long, in a while. We, we got to get back in there. I kind of thought, I didn't kind of think thought I was almost for sure. The big guy, Hey, we'll do a show. You can make your announcement of where you're going. It'll be <laughs> fucking awesome. We'll be able to talk about it for an hour. Yeah. Then about a couple minutes into our conversation, I'm like, well, this sucks. Like, because he started telling me his, his and issues. I'm, and I'm, only, well, I'm always the one that wants to come in and do solo shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, always. I, didn't, I did not want to do it. And it's because <laughs> I just didn't, I don't know. It's just hard to get in here and do this as a side thing when you, when you yes. feel stressed. Yeah, so real, much on, yeah. Yeah, your real Absolutely. job and things like that. And I feel like I should be out there doing something but what about is, the building, like, you know. Yeah. 
I've kind of started, I've started looking again. So you know, plan saying, B is to look again. <laughs> well, and buy that old van and start cruising. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. You know, you know, I'm a, I'm a meant to be person. God has a plan person. That's me. Do you know? And I'm like, is my plan just to walk away from it? Is this telling me, you know, I'm done time to do something else. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be over dramatic here. Yeah. And I hope that's not the case, but I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Man. So got me thinking. I had to, I had to talk at church. And what didn't help, what oh. also hasn't helped, I had to talk at church last night. Like Tom Sontag posted your picture. <laughs> <laughs> and so he knew, he and Tom knew I was going to be talking. And so he said, and I, and I, and I, I posted, I think on his, on a comment in his post, but he sent me a text like right before I started up because hope you don't suck tonight. <laughs> so you know what I did? First thing I get to, first, well, first thing I did when I got up there, Ross, listen to this. I get up there, I go, can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> I should have guessed that. And everybody's like, amen. And then I just started laughing. <laughs> But I go, hey. Do the majority of the people at your church know you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Maybe. I know a lot of them. I don't yeah. know. But uh, so Tom's there. Tom Sontag's there. So, hey, can I get Tom Sontag? You're, I know you're here. Can, will you stand up for us, please? <laughs> and so <laughs> he stands up. And I'm like, you know, it's, you know, it's great coming to a, a church like New Hope. A church like New Hope, you know, because you have good friends here. You know, just as I was getting ready to come up here, my good friend Tom Sontag sent me a text and says, "Hope you don't suck tonight." <laughs> <laughs> oh, did people man. laugh about that, or were they? They like, did laugh. Uh, they did. You know what? I actually kind of friends you I, have. I was sitting next to Justin Brown, and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna." After I got that text, I said, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call Tom up to the front." And then have him stand there, but not even use say anything about him. Just make him stand. I mean, if he got tries to walk away, hold on, Tom. I got I got something I want. I want to. I'm use almost you for there. This. I'm almost there. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. How, how long do you talk for? Uh, Thirteen minutes. I mean, you love to talk. I do not love to talk. I don't love doing things like that. I was yeah, yeah, so yeah. stressed about it. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm getting to. Is that you love to talk? You sit here. You love to talk. Well, no, I mean, go on. Okay. But, but going up there, the church is, is tough, just, man. You know, because you don't know, you know, on here, you can, you can drop an F bomb. People don't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. I'm not a big cut, giant customer anyway, but I did say, I did say, yeah, he sings about beer and prostitutes. I did that. I said that a couple times. I said the word douche. I said going to church isn't cool. <laughs> And I know all this because I've gotten so many messages since then about saying, are you supposed to say douche when you're standing at the pulpit? Are you supposed to talk about somebody singing about beer and prostitutes while you're standing up in front of a Pentecostal church? I should have went for support. Not really support, but just to hear this, but. Yeah, well, I didn't really put it. I didn't, didn't really, really put it, let no, that be known. It, it was actually, and what I was, and it was a weird thing because one, the pastor kind of tricked me into doing it. Not tricked me into doing it, but I'm good friends with him. You know what I'm saying? Him and I have lunch periodically. We're in a, you know, a men's leadership group together. <clears throat> he sends me a text, and I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this on people. I'm using it on you. I'm using it a lot. But he sends me a text. He's like, hey, I need your help with something. So if I sent you that text, what do you need, Todd? What do you need? You need something? Yeah. What well, do you need? I'd probably text back and say, Todd, we have a, a deal. Yeah. <laughs> we don't help each other. Well, you know if I send yeah, you that, I know, though, yeah. I really need some help. Yeah. So he sends me that, 
And of course, I'm like, sure, what do you know anything? You know, this guy's helped change my life. I'm like, sure, what do you need? I'll, I'll be right there. You mean to beat somebody up for you? You need me to carry something heavy at church? Or what do you need? What do you need? Yeah, I would like for you to speak the week before Easter and blah, 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 blah. Like he just, mm. he sucked me in with some sort of Jedi pastor mind trip. <laughs> you know, and, it, and you know what I had, I had to speak on? Asking people to go to my ch- to go to church. How you ask people to go to church. Well, Ex- I don't explain. I, well, like he gave you that topic. Yes, and I and, and repeat that. What was the topic? Uh, how to ask people to go to church with you? I don't ever ask people to go to church with me. Never. Yeah. And and I told him like I don't ask people to go. I I never. And he, he's like, oh, I know. And one, I was just trying to get out of doing At this it. point. Yes. Yes, trying to get out of doing it. And two, I I really don't. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, I know you don't. But he goes, there's a lot of people that come to our church because of you. And there's things that you do that you get there. And he goes, I know you don't actually come out and say, hey, would you like to go to church with me? We have such a great time singing hymns and waving our arms in the air and just praising the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, I know you don't do that. Yeah. But you know you have your you have your ways that you use. So that's kind of what I got up and talked about. So he said it was, he said he so said five minutes. He said five minutes. I went thirteen. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You seem to really not enjoy it, Todd. <laughs> well, you know, I fucking <laughs> tripled his time. I, well, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but you you forced me. You forced me. Here we go. We're talking about beer and prostitutes and douchebags. Let's roll, Pastor. Here you go, preacher boy. <laughs> Uh, so what was your message? I mean, how, how did it come? Well, uh, I mean, how do you start using douche and prostitutes? And <laughs> Well, I, I kind of gave like five strategies, I guess, that I use, you know, and really my whole theme was the thing and we're really getting in. I don't know. I didn't really want to get into this that much, but I, I think I try to get it where people ask you me. You brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I try to get it where people ask me to come to my church with me rather than me asking to go with them. You know what I'm saying? Like Some Jedi mind trick look stuff. Look at okay. that. I got my own ways. But, you know, like when I go to, like, you see me, when I check in at church, I never, like, I never post, like, uh, post things like. Uh, yeah, some gospel. Yeah, yeah. gospel. Yeah, I never post anything. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not <laughs> yeah. walk in green pastures. I don't know. So I, I don't post things like that. I you, But. I don't know them, but you know, one thing I know, I'm really good with song lyrics. So I usually like, I'll check in and I'll put some sort of, you know, song lyric or something. I use a lot of Johnny Cash stuff, you know, and I feel, and I, I and I kind of gravitate to people like Johnny Cash and, and people like that who they, they always walk the line between like wanting to live like the right way, live the godly way, and then wanting to be that outlaw and party, and that's where the beers and prostitutes come in, Ross. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I and I I did a lot of different. I talked about because I went through my, all my old check-ins, and like I had some from like DMX and uh, Kanye West and Kid Rock, and you know different people that I I had checked in and used quotes from their songs. Where it's just kind of that duality where they're they're, you know, I want. You know, I want to, I want to live the right way, but I also want to live that, that party way. Yeah. And so I just kind of use that. And, you know, and I, I talked about, I got a decent little following on, on Facebook. When I said about the following, I said, I feel like my following on Facebook is like people who are driving by a car wreck and they slow down to just <laughs> look at the mayhem and destruction and the, the moronic things that, that, that happened, you know, but, you know, I try to just, you know, live 
a lifestyle that's fun and happy and, you know, having a good time and things like that. But, you know, also talk about going to church and my struggles and, you know, you know, quitting alcohol and things like that. So that's just kind of the theme of what I used, you know. Whenever you came up with, you know, I mean, when you're when you do a best man speech or, mm-hmm. or things like that, you put a lot of time into it. I mean, you get into it. And I didn't write that one until yesterday, but really, yeah. but yeah, but I thought I think what I do is I think about it in my head. I I don't write it out like right. I write it out like kind of like not last minute, but kind of. But I just in my head all the time with the ideas, and I I'll sort of write them down like in my book, you know, just different ideas, and then write it the day before. Did you come away from like, fuck yeah, I killed that, <laughs> killed it. Five minutes, uh, here's 13, because I couldn't stop. I was on a roll. I was in the zone, baby. I had told him I had Sat a, down in your seat feeling like you're just yeah. 10 foot tall. <laughs> no, well, oh, let me tell you something else funny that happened. So th- it was like a youth-led uh, thing yesterday, like the youth group, like the youth pastor, he got up and he did, like our main pastor didn't talk. He just talked a little bit, introduced people. And so our... <laughs> He took the night off. Uh, he kind of okay. did. More I, Jedi. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, he's probably gearing up for Easter. You know, Easter's the big the big Sunday. That's the, that's the Super energy. Bowl of church right there. <laughs> it's Easter Sunday, you know? And so so the pastor, you're, you're going to love this, okay? And this is typical, uh, typical of my behavior. So the pastor gets up there. And he starts talking about, you know, this is going to be a youth-led service because he brought a lot of the, the youth kids came up and they did things. And he's like, and we got a special guest talking tonight. You know, he's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. We're so excited to get him up here. And, dude, I'm sitting back to like, oh, yeah, I like this. I like what you're doing, Pastor. Use those mind tricks. I like this. I'm I'm feeling good. And he's like, yes, youth pastor Peyton Towers. <laughs> <laughs> I was really thinking he pumped me up <laughs> until you said it. I thought he was talking about you. Yeah, what could possibly go yeah, wrong? Yeah, I was like, yes. Is he gonna, is he gonna say something to I'm knock like, you down real quick? Like, nope, wasn't I'm even like, about you. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> hey, you know what I did do though? Listen to this. Here's what I did do. I did get me a walkout song though. I said oh. I, after I finally grabbed. Taking a cue from our freaking guest on here and start requesting songs. So yeah, I'm a, I request me a little walk up song. What was so, it? Uh, it's a Johnny Cash song that God's gonna cut you down. So. Gotcha. Yeah, so got me a, got me a walk up. So did song. you feel good about your message? Did you feel good about your speech? I did. I did. I was pretty nervous about it and stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I I had I you know I had the song. I just did a bunch of different things. I talked about like my ta- I have a lot of religious type tech tattoos and things. I talked a lot about that and just um. But yeah, I felt but. I didn't, so I'm a little nervous about this because I told you the things I said. Yeah. Douche, freaking beer and prostitutes a couple times, freaking going to cool, church isn't cool. A few things like that. I, I have not heard from my pastor since. <laughs> I text one of my buddies like, uh, hey, Ooh, I don't I'm think that's a good sure sign. Pastor. And, and they do a live, they do like a live video like of the, the session because a lot of, because a lot of people are still watching online. Yeah. When they do an online thing and they just immediately post it. It's not on the church Facebook page. So, <laughs> hey, Todd, we're going to have to have a discussion. Yeah, we're gonna... no longer allowed at our church. <laughs> unlike, unlike you and I on this podcast, they probably edit. <laughs> He's cutting out, you know. <laughs> 
prostitute and things it's, like that. Is it normally on their Facebook page by now? The they did a little thing that morning. Okay, because we actually, I didn't tell you this. The service was at night last night. It was just a weird scheduling thing. And, and they did a little thing that morning live where just the pastor talked and blah, 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 like a Palm Sunday morning thing. And it's up. It was up. Mm-hmm. Maybe what's it's very telling. Maybe technical difficulties. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so in, instead of Todd dropping the big news about where his new gym is going to be, we heard about his uh, speech at church. Yeah, maybe start a church. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, the building thing, man. I'm just bummed. I hope it... I don't know. I got some strat. I'm. You know what? I'm actually... I don't know if I should put this out there. I'm, I'm actually in the process of writing. Like the, We don't deal with the owners of it. They're like... He's like in California or something. That's one thing you find about... The owners of the place you thought you were going to. Yes. The one okay. I'm trying to get to. They okay. don't, they're not from around. They live in California. And we just go through an agent or whatever who's been great. Gotcha. But I'm I'm going to try writing like a like a personal letter to the owner. You are the writer. Well, <laughs> you are that you know, guy. I'm going to try a little, you know, little pull at the heartstrings thing. Yeah, a little Jedi know? shit. Some more you Jedi. Know, talk about, you know, and... and, and you know, talk about, you know, kind of the things we do for the community and thing, you know, things like that. And yeah. By that. And also, you know, that they got 50 or 60,000 square feet of stuff in the space in it that's never been rented. Okay. For how long? Years. I don't know. 10 years. I don't know. And, you know, it's at that, that old Kmart building. Have you heard anyone talk about that building in the last 10 years? I, I have never heard anybody say about it. And in the last month, I've heard it mentioned m- more with, maybe it's just because it's my the circle I'm in, yeah. but talking about that place more in the last month than the last 10 years. I mean, I would think we go in there, we take 15,000 square feet. Wouldn't you think like maybe a supplement company like to come in, maybe like a clean eats place would like, because we bring about 20,000 people, eyes, foot traffic to that area. Wouldn't you think... Okay, we got a lot of different eyes and people looking at that space, talking about that space. Wouldn't it be easier to bring a business in to get like, more business? Would you like yeah. Would you like to put a restaurant right next to a business that you know is going to have like twenty thousand people coming to Absolutely. right there? Yeah, a, you know, a year. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, after a circuit at night, you know, after a circuit, we have 140 people. A place that's right next door, a clean eats, a you know, coffee shop. I don't know, a supplement place. They're going to go right if in. If the Burke House was next to Pride, I'd be too small. How about the how about the the Locks Brick House Annex? You want to open up another one, Ross? <laughs> you can't you can't hire people for the one you have. That's no, so I cannot. A, a second location probably isn't happening. No, it is not happening. What, no. You know what? Hey, Ross. Uh, hey, Ross. Let's pivot. <clears throat> let's oh, pivot. Okay. Let's segue. Okay. So, because you and I were kind of talking about this the other night, and we were both talking about our stresses, and like. I don't think people realize that there's a, not a pandemic, there's an epidemic going on sort of in the food and beverage industry, the service industry of hiring people. There absolutely is. It's, um, you told me, and, let me, and I don't know if I should throw this out there, you can. but you told me you're like one losing like one cook or one server away from having to close on Mondays possibly. Yeah. So what my, my big stress right now and what I have to strategize, strategize for right now is, I would the patio, mm-hmm. and, and w- one it's I mean it's getting closer by the freaking minute of opening it up. That's you know right now it's it's ten to twelve more tables out there. So we were I mean we've been trying to hire 
we started hiring three months before we opened up the new part. And, and we have filled some spots, mm-hmm. and, but we have continued to try to hire for those months because we have to get to a certain number to open up that patio because we got to have a certain number in the back. I mean, we're running shifts right now, one less anyways, because of not being able to get enough help. And so, I mean, the strategy is that, I mean, if it comes down to by May 1st, you know, beginning of May is when I'd like to open it. Um, and it's not the it's not the front of the house. We 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 get a lot of people to apply for the front. By of the front house. of the house, you mean wait, servers waiters, and yeah, yeah, things like that. It's it's more the back of the house. Um, the cooks, the cooks, and mm-hmm. um, and and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if it, I I feel like I feel like I'm competing against the government to hire. They they and why is that? Well, with the unemployment, you know, was a big thing at the beginning. Um, and I'm and, and there's a lot of people out there that need help. I'm not I'm not dogging that right. at all. But there's a lot of people I think that are now being able to take advantage of a system that was meant to help people who really needed the help. But mm-hmm. people, you know, they figure out their ways and, and I think a lot of people have, you know, they took advantage of all that unemployment. And now they just aren't going back to work. Well, they get um, this, st- and plus those the stimulus checks. Well, they keep getting the stimulus checks, you know, and then and then one, shoot, I don't know how many stimulus checks it is. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Two, three, seventeen. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So so they keep getting those plus the unemployment, and now I, I'm hearing of some kind of, I guess they call it a grant, um, with if you have children that are under three, it's like three hundred dollars a month for the next six months per kid. Per kid, My, if it's if it's three to six years old, it's like two hundred dollars a month per kid for the next should, six months. Should we? Sh- shouldn't we in this country be paying people not to have kids? <laughs> shouldn't we? I mean, don't have any kids, you get extra. That, I mean, shouldn't you? Anyway, so I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of things going against our industry, and I and I talked to multiple owners. Um, and before, if I if I put something out there to that we were hiring. I mean, I'm getting applicants, mm-hmm. and right now we're not even getting applicants. Wow. Yeah, we just we're not getting any. Um, and talking to other other restaurant bar owners, they're in the same exact boat. I I had seen or heard on the radio the other day where we were down. Da- um, the industry, as the industry opened up, they were dropping numbers, and I wasn't really listening to it. And then finally, I turned it up. I'm like, oh, they're talking about the issues I'm having. Um, and they dropped some crazy number like in <clears throat> with the restaurants reopening there's only like there there's a percentage of restaurants open let's just say there's 70 let's say i'm just making up numbers but let's say there's 75% of all the restaurants have reopened well with those 75% only 50% are um of the employees have came back to them in the industry. <laughs> Everyone's working shorthanded is what that tells me. Everybody is shorthanded. Everybody in this immediate area is shorthanded at, at some kind of so you capacity. Have every, so everyone in the restaurant that has about one, th- like one third the amount of employees oh, came back or something pro- like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the exact figure. I wasn't writing them down. Again, I, I was like, oh, shoot, that's interesting. I turned up, but caught the tail end of it but it's something crazy I, I saw like a martini bar restaurant in the area they shut down the other day because like one of i think it was like one or two of their employees got sick what well, not covid or anything not covid related or anything it's called off yeah had had to be off for legitimate reasons and like they just had to shut down that day 
because they couldn't, they, they, they were short. I mean, you know, I, they were probably working short anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, had a couple absolutely. Of yeah, you're, you're working like, oh, short we, anyways. And then someone got, calls off, two people call off. You can't keep up. I just think a lot of the, the checks and things that people have got, I don't think the government thought that out. Yeah. And here's another one. And this affects my industry as well. Um, you know, I'm hearing the, not just, not just who I order my food through, um, but all of those, all the food distributing companies, their truck drivers, the government um, through FEMA, and which is another good thing, I guess now they're going around delivering water and food um, by the masses. So they are now using truck drivers to deliver all this food. <laughs> and I was told that I know that at, all the all the food distributors are having problems. Their employees or their food drivers are walking in and just quitting and taking jobs at FEMA because they're paying double. <laughs> so again, right. now here's another another part of my industry that is competing with the government for jobs. Yeah. So, you know, this and, will go on for six months or whatever, and those truck drivers will come back and get their jobs. And, and people don't see the spiral effect. So the truck drivers quit, so that raises the prices of all the goods and products that they booyah. were delivering, raises the prices of your food that you get here, your short staff. I mean, people don't, it's just. It's, There's a lot of waterfall effects going on. Yeah, waterfall. Um, you want waterfall effects. Waterfall, yeah. Just okay. Yeah, I got it. One, I got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that I mean that's my stress, and I mean there's always stresses in this industry, and I mean every everybody's life, and so my big thing right now is I'm just I'm trying to work through it as smart as possible and try to game plan and come up with strategies on you know how to how do you find find help, but and and it's not just finding help, um, it's finding good help, right? You know because our kitchen is fast paced when we're going, we're going there mm -hmm. there there isn't you can't just have a body back there. Right. You know, you got to have somebody with experience, somebody that can keep their cool because it's stressful at six o'clock on a Friday back there. Like everything is stressful. Yeah. You know, and it's go, nuts go, go. Nuts to butts. Nuts that, to butts. Yeah. And that printer doesn't stop. It's, you know, con. I mean, till till our rush is done, that printer does not stop printing. These people are going home and they're, they're still hearing the printer. You know? <laughs> right. And, and you're probably your staff is probably getting overworked, too, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you're, you're trying. You're asking a lot of them, and yeah, absolutely. So, what do you need right now? You need a cook. You need cooks. Yeah, we need cooks. Yeah, yep, we, need we need cooks. cooks. Um, we'll we'll start to hire, and I and I hope it stays this way. The front of the house, the servers and stuff has been easier to find. You know, obviously, you want you want just good help in general. Um, but you know, we're using college girls and stuff like that. Where it's, they're not. This isn't really their a lot of our servers, it's not their career. They're in mm -hmm. college doing something and working to, to, you know, get by in college while they're doing that. So, you know, normally we just, Hey, anybody got any friends looking for a job and we get, you know, right. And we fill those spots pretty easy. So we will be hiring when we go to open the patio, we'll bring a few more front of the house people as well. Um, so that's, not, that's not the stressful, but, but I mean, you got to do things outside the box, you know, um, I'm going to start, I'm going to start offering benefits, you know, um, things to, you know, even to help my, help my customers out. Maybe I'm behind. Maybe I should have been doing this a while ago. I mean, I care about my, my employees, right. I said customers, but employees. Um, and so maybe I should have been doing that a while ago. Maybe that would have helped me retain some other people that might've went to a different job or, or whatnot. Um, so I'm thinking outside the box. You know, it's not just, obviously, you know, a lot of people, I tell them, 
yeah, we're shorthanded or whatnot. We'll hire more people. Well, <laughs> you pay them more. Well, I can only, you know, my numbers are my numbers. Like I, I can't pay them more without raising prices. Right. I mean, that's how it is. It's all, you know, it's labor labor and food costs and my food costs are going up anyways. And I start going, you know, and I am, and I do give raises. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I am not greedy about, Oh, I want to get this bigger and I want to make more. And of course I want to make more money, but, but I work hard for my money, but I am not at all afraid to give raises and pay my people what, you know, what they deserve. And, and everything like that. I, I think I do a good job of that. Um, but you, but in this industry, you can only go so high because if I keep, if I start paying them $30 an hour, let's just drop a number. Well, my food prices are going to be outrageous and ain't nobody coming in the door. Right. Just how it is. You know, I'd be out of business. Right. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta strategize and go hand in hand. And I, I've met with, I've started, you know, last week I started met, meeting with, um, health insurance companies to try to get something in here to give them more of an incentive to want to be here. But I mean, I think it's also fair. So now that I think about it more and you know, four or five years ago, wasn't something I thought about, but now as I, you know, get a little smarter, um, do you feel like you're competing with other restaurants to hire, like hire cooks and things like that? I mean, you always are, right? Yeah, because they're. I mean, I mean now, they're, they're, right yeah, now, right now, <laughs> yes, it's it's <laughs> sharks out there now. Yeah, I mean, right? uh, because everybody is, everybody's in the same boat I am, and uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm competing. They're competing against me. I'm competing against them. Yeah, um, I mean, you feel like you got to give them like a a little better rate, a little better working wage because somebody else might offer them more. I guess. It's, yeah, I mean, in, 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 in the business, you think that's probably you pay more, you have better better benefits you probably get better you know better employees than another company right so that's what i that's what i'm strategizing right now that's what's <laughs> on my plate you know with everything else still you know with the day-to-day stuff and, and 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 still you know there's other there's other big issues in the industry right now with with the lack of 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 food you know there's there's a lot of stuff that we run out of constantly because it's just I don't know. There's a shortage of so mm-hmm. much. There's a shortage of Blue Moon, your favorite beer. What? I mean, yeah, there's a shortage of Blue Moon. I, it's, it, it is. I would think that it since I quit drinking, <laughs> I would think since I quit drinking that that you would have like Blue Moon. Blue Moon would be spoiling around here. No, no, can't can't keep Blue Moon hmm. because because the not because Fritz distributing up here. You know, it's not because of them. It's because of the brewery. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know what's going on with them if it's if they laid off or are they having the same trouble trying to hire. You well, know? Do, you, do you remember like right at the beginning of the pandemic, like there was some uh, meat factories that like I guess COVID hit them and they had to shut down, and then like there was just became this meat shortage and price, and it feels like that's probably what's happened with a lot of these. Yeah, and and crap, people just started drinking more during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> But, you know, another thing with me, did uh, did these bigger companies, did they, and and I don't know this, but it's what I, you start thinking about it. Did they, did they lay off during COVID and then now they don't want to bring people back because they're like, oh, keeping this payroll down. We like the look of this. Well, you know, when things like this, the pandemic and things like that happen, people use things like that as an excuse to cut people, cut wages, cut raise prices and doing things. I mean, something in certain aspects, like you were talking about, you have to, but I think, I think some of the big corporations use that to their advantage, you know? Yeah. 
because you're seeing it all over. You go to, I mean, look at, I don't know, price of wood. Everybody's talking about it. <laughs> right. It's, lumber. it's yeah, right. tripled, you know. Exactly. You go get a two-by-four exactly. and you're paying $35 now when you were paying 12 before. Um, you know so. what I'm still waiting for? What? I'm still waiting for the CDC to tell people that they should get healthier, that they should start eating right and exercising to help build up their immune system. We, Have you heard it yet? I, I don't want to get back on this rant. And loss, we know it's not going to happen because if that happens, then all these big companies that pay pharmaceutical, all, yeah, pharmaceutical they all lose money. Yeah. They fill I, our I mean, food with sugar so you stay unhealthy, so you have to pay for all these... Why are they not putting out there to eat better, to get sunshine, to get exercise? Why is that? It blows my mind. It tells you all you need to know right there, in um, my, my opinion. I had a uh, Sean Long. Mm-hmm. He he was at the, you know, comes in all the time. And longtime listener, Sean, I got you. Sean Long. Um, he had a good story the other day where he came in and um, talking about somebody had told him, you know, he needs to wear a mask or whatever. And, He's like, huh? he's like, you want me to wear a mask for you? And the person's like, yeah, I want you to, you know, you should. You don't care about my health, blah, 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 you know, going on. And Sean's like, all right, hey, okay, I would wear, I'll wear a mask for you, but will you do something for me? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I do something for you, you do something for me. And I'm like, well, what? He's like, how about you get healthier for me? So I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> right. You get healthy, you start eating right and going to the gym like I do. Because, I, you know, Sean's, I'm not concerned because I'm healthy. You know, I eat right. I go to the gym. I take vitamins. I do all these right things, blah, right. blah. Will you do that for me? Right. Right. <laughs> well, you, you know, know. He's like, well, that, that's tough to do. So, you know, he's not getting a good answer. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting, you know, and I'm kind of getting, we're getting that rant a little bit again. But like with the vaccine, and I'm not saying don't get it. Or get, I'm not saying this at all. But what I'm saying is that is the easy route for people to take. Well, go in and get a shot. Okay, go back to my unhealthy living. Put my mask and put, pull my mask down when I need to smoke the cigarette. Put the mask back on. I got the I got the shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's and I'm not saying don't get the vaccine. Get that, but also start living and help do the hard things. People want that easy, easy thing. I just saw a guy on my Facebook, and I'm not going to say his name, but hopefully he doesn't uh, listen to this show. But he posted, he goes, "Man, getting getting old sucks." Or is hard or something like that. And he's younger than me, quite a bit younger than me. And he posted a picture of his passenger seat in his vehicle. I can't tell you how many bottles of pills and prescriptions were sitting there. 10, 15, I don't know. There was so many sitting there. And I commented, I said, dude, there's a better way. I said, not an easier way, but a better way. You know, and yeah. I'm, I'm not going to rip on him and he's a friend. I'm not going to rip on himself, but I mean, he smokes cigarettes. He's, you know, he's overweight. I, I mean, I can't imagine just taking all those pills, paying for that. And just, you know, you got a pill to counter a pill, you know? Yeah. I I don't know. It's, we all want the easy way. You yep. know what I'm saying? Nobody wants the hard way. So. Yeah. And, I, and that goes right along with what Sean was saying. I mean, that. A person wants the easy way, the mask. The mask, you know? the social distance, the vaccine, uh, but you don't see them out, you know, exercising and eating right and doing things to, to build up. The, you know, I posted once kind of talking about that a little bit um, and saying, you know, we're only as strong as our weakest link. So if you're somebody who's super duper unhealthy and, you know, you're you're susceptible to catching everything and, and it affecting you so horribly, that then you're affecting all of us because you're our weakest link. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 
work hard not to be our weak, freaking weakest link. Yeah. You know, but it's the easy route. It's the easy route. Man. Man, you and I, we are a ball of sunshine and rainbows <laughs> yeah. today coming in. Stress. Ooh. We're stressed out. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I'm stressed and you're stressed, but seriously, my business hasn't been better. You know what I'm saying? We our, yeah. our circuits are rolling. I mean, I still have to find, you know, figure things out. And you, the shortage. Still gotta but, figure but, things out. I mean, I've been but up the business brick, is the, rolling, and the brick is booming. What a yeah. fun! Like this, this, like this is a new brick house. Totally it's, new it's brick not, house. It's it's a different atmosphere. It's a different place. It's I, I love it. I love it. The atmosphere of the place. I'm glad it came around now in my life and not back when I was a lot younger. We probably would have had uh, some talks. <laughs> Todd, I love you. Man, I'm so glad it wasn't around like I was in mid-20s and whatever, 30s. You know? Yeah, the atmosphere of the place. I mean, it's it is. exactly like I, I mean, the, the old brick house. I mean, love you. Mm -hmm. You know, but the atmosphere in, in that is never what the vision of. I mean, I bought what I bought. You know, right. and then tried to make the best of it. Right. Um, but this place, I God, I, you know, how it turned out, and and, and, I'm, and a lot of people have things to do with that. You right. know, shoot, even that, to our employees, the way they make the place. Right. The, you know how how you come in and how they treat you. Right. You know, to that, to the setup, to the the light, to you know, it just I, all worked out so well. I was uh, walking my dog Saturday, and we walked up here or whatever, and I don't know, it was Saturday afternoon, what was it, 3, 4 o'clock, and I know that yeah. all the games were on, which mm -hmm. I didn't even know that the tournament was still going on. <laughs> <laughs> the games were all on, and it was just, you had the, the garage doors open, and like there was just a ton of people in there, and I knew a bunch of people, you know, I... I brought my dog out on the patio you know the girls the, the wait staff they come out and they're petting the dog and give it some water it was just a cool atmosphere on a saturday afternoon yeah awesome I, and to have it here in town you know i can't stress it enough to have something now here in town like that that you don't have to go out of town yeah you don't have to go to edwardsville or i mean st louis or or alton or it's here in town and I love coming to work. I you love know, coming to work and being here. And, and I'm I'm taking this uh, kind of pivoting back, segueing back. When you said about the staff treating people, so you and I are both reading uh, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, I don't know why I did not read this ten years ago, I, dude. God, listen, dude, why so didn't somebody the, fucking hit me with this well, book? What was kind of cool this? is you and I, like I said, hey man, have you read this? You should, and you go, uh, we both just happened to be reading at the yeah. same time. And somebody mentioned it on the show, right? I can't remember who it was. Uh, Maybe it was Jeremy. It was Jeremy. I think it was Jeremy. Yeah, it was Jeremy. I've already given it as a gift twice and I, I haven't even finished it yet, but I, you know, like I know a girl who comes to pride, who's trying to, you know, becoming a, a personal trainer and trying to, you know, do that thing. And so I got her this book. I said, listen, you can learn all you want about training and things like that, but you want to have a successful business, read this book. And it just, it, and I think a lot of people who are very successful in business, I think they already kind of use these principles but man, it's just great as a refresher course and just how to treat people. It's I'm working, dude, every day I think about that book and I work on those, those like the principles that I've already read, you know? So I, I started reading this and normally I just highlight stuff in a book. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of, well, I started reading this and I got a couple chapters in and I'm like, no, fuck this. Like I'm going to put notes on my phone, my, my notepad on my uh -huh. phone 
and I'm going, and I, I've read these, just the notes I've taken. I've, I, I should read them every single day, but I've read them 10 times since I've started the book. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's that good, you know, and it's, it isn't even just a good book if you need it for business. It's just how to be better in life, how ab- to get, get, absolutely get, get, uh, improve yourself in life. You know what I'm saying? How to get what you want in life that, the book is just so good. I cannot recommend it. It's, it's a game I'm gonna changer. I'm going to give this one because okay. this is what I like to read the most. Okay. Okay. And everybody, and once I read this, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but, but until I really read it in this book with everything else around it, mm-hmm. it didn't hit me like it hits me now. Right. Okay. I will speak ill of no man and speak all the good I know of everybody. Any fool can criticize, condemn, and complain, and most fools do. But it takes character and self-control to be understanding and forgiving. A great man shows his greatness by the way he treats little men. Love that. I love that. Gosh. I, you, and it, I, I seriously, like, I, I remember uh, reading that part. And I remember, like, that the next day or that, that night, I was like, I was going to, you know, kind of talk trash on somebody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With someone else. And, like, and I thought about that and didn't do it. It's like... It, it's this the principles in there are just man they just they make you a better person just, i just read that and i want to walk out these doors and be better nicer to everyone yes i <laughs> i'm gonna go around to every table now and just thank them for coming in <laughs> i've honestly you know like two times in my life in the last few years i've had people come up to me and say man you seem like a different person like you're happier one you know a few months after i quit drinking and then two, after I started this book, people in the last like couple of weeks, like, man, what's up with you? You know, they come, they come up to the, the board at pride. And I'm just standing with a big freaking shitty grin on my face just because, you know, that's one of the things that talks about smiling in there, Yeah, you know, and it, you know, it, it also says that you should think what it was. There's a quote in there about thinking about people, everyone's your superior or superior to you in some way and just yeah. Yeah. different things like that, man. It's, it's so good. I like the, uh, I like the them talking about abraham lincoln he did he's a big lincoln fan yeah dale carney is a big lincoln fan so yeah i like i like that some stories that you don't like i love the movie lincoln Mm -hmm, right i I watch it till my wife's like hates it yeah you know right um but yeah i'm a big lincoln guy but to hear him talk about him and other things that you don't want to you know hear in the history books right what interesting man wouldn't i have been a great guy to hang out with absolutely i mean one he was so wise and smart and so great with dealing with people and then there's one where he was going to have a duel with swords like all right let's settle this with swords let's go outside and i mean this wasn't <laughs> yeah, like a barbarian time. that's exactly they went outside, what i'm talking they about. went outside to have a duel they were going to go at it yeah you know what i'm saying um and like and luckily for history something happened and yeah. he tells it but yeah, luckily no. for history, it didn't happen because well, I guess he was well, like a stud. poor Lincoln would have died. I guess he was like a he was. I heard he was a stud wrestler and a good fighter back in the day. So, yeah, man, it's a great. I can't recommend that book enough. You know what I'm saying? I actually just ordered like several more copies to give away. I love giving out books and I love writing a little something in the cover and giving them, you know, give well, yeah, them. Yeah, you love something that changes you or hits a chord with you. You love yes. passing it on. It, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Great book, great book. Everybody, go read that book. I'm I'm still halfway through it. I, yeah, me too. I'm about half. I'm actually listening to it. I'm listening to it, but then I after I start, I don't usually listen to books or whatever. I was just gonna try this for the first time. That you know, is fucking hilarious. What? Because I'm listening to it, <laughs> and then after I bought it, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes in it, I'm back on Amazon and bought the hard copy. <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> 
thing. I did the same thing. I never listened to books. I mean, either. Because, and that was that's the first one I, I read. Me too. I do like the dude's voice, though, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very soothing. I love it that is. guy's voice. I love that. And, and I was telling my buddy this. Um, I told him, hey, this, you know, I'm, I'm actually listening to it. And then I, and I, and I told him the same story and I bought it then. Um, he's like, why are you listening to it? And I go, I don't know. I go, but listen, like, I'll tell you this, you can't listen to it and work out no. or, or, or any book. Like, you know, that's what I thought. Maybe if I ever listened to him, I'd do it while I'm in the gym and things like right. that. I could no, really, get, no, you got to, I mean, I, I'm giving it just as much focus as if I was reading it. You yes. know, I mean, you sit there and you just. You, right and i've and i've tried doing that like doing stuff by listening to it and then you have to go back and yeah it just a podcast you can you know you can uh, glaze yeah. over you don't exactly. you know, half listen to what these two idiots are saying but on a book especially a good one you you don't want to miss anything so yeah yeah that's why i bought it too so man for two people that didn't have anything to freaking say we uh we we burned through an hour pretty quick didn't we well, hey real <laughs> negative there for a while so we started we talking did, about our man. book <laughs> it changed us look at us we're I'm, laughing well, as uh, soon as we turn this off and be back to freaking moping around again. <laughs> oh, shoot. So uh, next Monday, we got Tony Pizzo, uh, mm-hmm. one of the owners of Roma's coming in. We're going to get get his story, see how Roma started, um, see how he got involved, see how him and his brother took it to the next level and you know built what Roma's is today. Great like story. Everybody of, in the area knows of Romas and even outside the area. So great story of immigrants coming over and, and making it in this country. And yeah. So, so thanks for listening. This has been the Eat Slay Live Podcast. And we are the Lock Executioner. Slay on, brother. Slay on. <laughs>